Hey guys, welcome to What's Your Story podcast, where I welcome on some of my favorite guests to speak about their testimonies. Because in Revelations chapter 12, verse 11, it speaks about how we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the words of our testimonies. So I pray that as you listen to these conversations, that you truly just feel like you're sitting here with us and just taking in the glory of God and His goodness and believing that you too can overcome. And I hope these stories help you. What's Your Story Podcast for all you folks out in Radio Land. If you guessed it, this is Tiff, Tifferty, Swansonian. (laughs) Just kidding, I'm an imposter. (laughs) That's for all you people who like spaghetti. Anyway, yeah, so it's Cher, and I'm here to share (laughs) some time with you, because this week, we trading it up in here, trading spaces, like a tornado girl, whipping it all around. So yeah, Tiff is sitting in the hot seat, because she's a hot tamale for the Lord, yeah. So you're going to hear her story. This is the longest introduction <laughs> ever. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Tiff. Feels great. How's it feel to be here? Yeah. I'm loving it. <laughs> it feels really weird to just sit and to have no idea what you're going to ask me. Yeah. And just be along for the ride. This whole podcast is based off of one major premise and that's your story everybody's got a story and we all love to hear stories because you know what we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony so that's what you're here for today to do that so when tiffany is in control she normally (laughs) (laughs) sorry go ahead so when Tiffany is in control of this podcast, she likes to uh, jump right in and tell the person that she's talking to how they've encouraged her or how, you know, their their walk with God has really helped her. But uh, since I'm in charge today, we're just cutting all that out because <laughs> what's the point? <laughs> just kidding. So, here at What's Your Story, we like to open it up in prayer, okay? So, Tiff, if you want to do that. (laughs) Okay. Lord, I thank you for this day and for your heart and just the posture of your heart, Lord, that you always pursue us and you give us projects like this just to to seek your love and to bring light to um, your home, Lord, that we can lead people home to you. Father, I thank you for giving me a friend like Cher just to... Um, interview me to tell my story just to bring glory to you lord and i thank you for this opportunity to share my story and whatever that may be today and god i pray that you use it for your glory and just show me exactly what i need to share lord um, in order to help whoever is specifically listening to this god i know that you have someone um, ready to hear this and ready to hear your word and 
to see how you've helped me overcome, Lord, and that we can all overcome by your name and by the blood of the Lamb and the words of our testimonies, Jesus. So I pray that during this um, podcast episode, Lord, that we just have fun and just rest in your peace and your joy and just your stillness and just to realize what you've done for both of our lives, Lord, and just whoever is listening, that they can realize what you've done in their lives, Jesus. So I pray that you bless this and anoint it, God, and just allow your presence to be here and just to use us as an example to be a light for you. And as these things, your sweet and holy, precious name, I pray my life brings you glory. I love you. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Amen. Amen. But for all y'all listeners out here who know Tiff, I'm sure you know how joyful she is. Do you guys like how I'm talking to you right now? Does it really make you feel like you're here with me? Because I feel like you are. (laughs) I feel like I'm in your car or your kitchen, your bathroom, your living room. Maybe we're in the floor together right now on your carpet. I don't really know how you chose to listen to this. Maybe you're walking around the park right now. Ooh, I hope be it's a good. nice day. Coffee shop, mm. wherever you're at with us. But that's, that's really, really cool. cool to think about. Back to Tiffany. So, yeah, something about your life is definitely your joy and just, like, the presence you bring into a room to just... Because I've definitely noticed that even about myself. Like, I could be totally calm somewhere Like, for instance, I remember, like, um, the nativity one year. I was just so, like, (laughs) calm. And then you walked in, and it was instantly like, whoa, like, come on. let's. It's just, like, the presence that you carry with yourself and just, like, all right, like, here's this joy. It's ready to just ooze out of you. And I think that's awesome, too. Like, and just, like, um, I always go back to that scripture, like, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot strength definitely in that because if you think about any time like you're going through life and if you can find some joy in it it definitely helps you get through whatever you're going through Mm -hmm. and also too just uh, how you encourage people and like you're a hype girl for sure and I think that goes beyond just being like you know supportive too because it's definitely like an accountability thing and I really look at that like accountability like not just telling someone hey like you know you need to step up in this but it tells people that without like even saying something in that way like if you tell someone how great they are or the greatness that you see in them well that helps them to like rise up to that Mm -hmm. level and like Mm -hmm. see that in themselves so that's really awesome has there been someone in your life that you feel like really like modeled that for you to like hype people up or um you know like celebrate them or help like show people the greatness in them or um do you think that that's really just something that um god's taught you how to do or like both i think both um i'll do like the joy part first i think that um i think i mentioned it on last week's episode really was something that my grandma had always taught me you know, my grandma like went through a lot of stuff, but she always had a smile on her face and she was always praising Jesus and she would just laugh about anything and everything with me. And I thought that was amazing. And I remember her always telling me, you know, to always laugh and to be goofy and just to, to be smiling all the time. And when I was really, really little and then at the time, like, or it didn't mean as much to me as it does now. Like I can see like, wow, like, yeah, I really listened to that. Or like she taught me how to do that and poured that into me so that part I really believe that my grandma did for me and then 
when I was in Baltimore one year. It's really cool you asked that question because I, I forgot about this. I mean, I talk about it a lot, but um, the joy part. This I don't know if God does this with other people. I think he does, but how God will give you literally a word. That's the very first time that ever happened to me. I was on a mission trip in Baltimore once, and the word joy just kept popping up. And I was like, why? Like, why is this popping up all the time? Why am I hearing it? Why am I, like, literally reading it on something, like, on a wall? Or why um, is, like, why does God just bring that word to my mind? Or why do I read it? And so I was like, I'm going to study that and really see what joy means. And so... After the trip, I came back home, and I really just looked at, like, I don't know all the verses, but a lot of the verses in the Bible that said joy, and I just studied them, and God, like, really showed me, like, in that moment was, like, joy, and I know, like, everyone knows this, well, not everyone, I don't know, because I didn't know it at the time, but um, that's why joy means so much to me, is that um, joy is a gift given by Jesus, and nothing can take that away. You can choose to give it away, but nothing can take it away. And I just was like, man, like that means so much to me. So there's like a huge difference between happiness and joy. Like things can like make you happy and those things can go away. But Jesus will always bring you joy no matter what you're going through in your life. If you're at a great point in your life, like you will always have joy. If you're in like the darkest like moment of your life like if you truly search for Jesus that joy will always be there it will never leave you so yeah my grandma at an early age like taught me about joy and like literally speaking it into me and then just by the way she lived and then that year in Baltimore that word kept popping up and I just felt like I was led to study and to learn more about it and then God reminded me not reminded me but taught me that there's a difference between happiness and joy and it's good to be happy but it's so sweet to know that joy can never be taken from you what was the oh encouraging um hmm I don't know like I just remember being little and just always loving everybody I didn't like when anybody was mean to someone or like treated them with hatred that never made sense to me I just always felt like we should love and I think I learned that from my grandma too but being an encourager um, the way that I hype people up, I think it, it is definitely something that Jesus has taught me, but I know that when you have someone that, like, you care about something so important, and sometimes you don't share with people, like, what it is, or, like, maybe you don't believe in yourself in certain areas of your life, or, um, certain areas that you are wanting to step into, but you're just nervous and scared that you can't do it. I know that I've had people in my life, um, specifically my Aunt Charlene, and a lot, it's just, like, would really believe in me and just like even things that I would I wouldn't believe in myself and like she would point that out and really put a light on it and I thought that was just really like sweet and it encouraged me and it's just like man and you can go above and beyond like what you think if like you just believe in yourself like other people are believing in you and you know like well why can't we just believe in ourselves so I think God has like taught me a lot through what he has said about me and through my aunt Sherland and um, obviously my parents and my grandma um, they've always poured a lot into me as well it's just I don't know like he and that's a lot of like if you go to church with me or like you've been around you like hear me testify it's something that God has always put on my heart and it seems like my testimonies always point back to like telling people to believe in themselves and that God has put a purpose on their life and a calling on their life and that you know like hey let's go do that because they're 
there's greatness behind that. And why wouldn't we want greatness? Why wouldn't we want love? Why wouldn't we want to celebrate? Like God would never want anything for us that is bad. So it's just getting past the nerves. And I think that if you encourage someone, it's like, hey, like I see this in you. Like God, like your mind is going to be blown when you see what God's going to do through you. It's like just get past that uncomfortable um, phase. A lot of it is Jesus and people that have been in my life. So how important do you think that it is for like us to be encouragers of each other like as mm-hmm. Christians like well not even just Christians but like doing I think that's important too but like Christians like for one another but also like people who you know may not have accepted Jesus yet mm-hmm. and just to be like an encouragement right I think neither one of them have a higher level I think they're both very important gosh I just know that everybody goes through hard times and there's a moment in your life when you need a hand and you need somebody to believe in you because you're not always going to believe in yourself and I think especially like you know that I love unity and it just like that's something that God has like really been teaching me the past like year or so is that there is so much power in unity and like if you just truly love like things will be unified and so like if you especially with people who aren't Christians like they don't have that light in their heart. Like, they, like, don't really even have that hope. Like, hey, like, God has this calling for me, and it's it's going to be amazing, and it's going to release so many things from my life, and it's going to lead people to love. Mm-hmm. So, like, speaking that encouragement and that life into um, people who don't have Christ, I think that's key to leading people home. Because if we speak th- things that are other than that, that, that don't bring love, or that, that you don't speak about love or don't bring light... And that's why, like, I really can't stand gossip. And it's just because that just brings people back into the darkness. And because it it doesn't do anything for your character. It's not helping the person in the situation at all. Nor is it helping the person that you're talking about at all. And I think our whole purpose here is to love God and love people. And if we're not, you know, being unified in all areas of our life, then, you know, we need to figure out where did we go wrong. But in Christianity... I think it's so important to to have that unity and love and just to encourage everybody like hey like you know like look at treasured which a lot of you all don't know what treasured is and we keep talking about it. so treasured is um is a young girls retreat um between 6th grade through 12th it's really just showing girls um who they are in Christ and believe in themselves so the lord has provided for all of it but going back to um encouraging everybody like there are things that um I can't do like leading worship like some of the girls did like I can't go up there and play and sing the way that they can and they like we need that we need to encourage them like hey like Mm -hmm. you're great at this because if we you know what I'm saying like we all need to come together in order for us the body right like Mm -hmm. we each have our own assignment and even that like there's people who you know, I think that what's awesome about Treasured is that, um, going back to, like, hyping people up, like, maybe you don't fully see, like, just how great you can be in Mm -hmm. a certain area, but to really, like, step into something in a bigger way, and I think, you know, outside of, like, a retreat or whatever, but just, like, um, we need people to do that for us a lot of times, like, if we have someone pushing us, I mean, we need somebody to push us, literally, because 
sometimes we're not going to be able to do that for ourselves. Some people are extremely self-motivated, but when we get complacent, we stop growing. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that a lot of times when you um, have encouragement, it motivates you to be better. Like, wow, that's, you know, like, especially if someone notices something in you, like, man, like, Tiff, like, you did awesome at, um, you know, whatever it is, or, like, I really enjoyed your testimony the other day, and you, if I tell you that, you're more likely to do it again, Mm -hmm. and, you know, like, the more you do something, the more comfortable you get into it, and just, like, whatever your calling is, like, the more I'm walking in that, the more comfortable I'm gonna feel, like, in that, and I think it's, I don't know, that's really important, like, aspect of encouraging people, yeah, helping them, like, see, yeah, yeah. I think so. It's it's a it is a big deal. Like whenever I like would testify, like especially when I very first started out. And honestly, every single week I go to church, the enemy fights me. And like even like on the way, like it's it never stops. It's just there. So I'm like, man, if he's like fighting this hard, there's gonna be something so good behind it. But when people come up, and not that like we want their praises or anything, but it's just it's just sweet to know. Like that's like the father like telling you. Like, yes, you did that for me. That was good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, like, with Treasured and those and those people there, like, we couldn't, as much as we, like, we tried to cram everything in, like, you and I literally, um, there's no way me and you could put on all of Treasured without anyone else's help. Mm-hmm. And so, I think if you look at that, like you were saying, like, the body of Christ, it's important to to encourage each other and to see you know, you're really good at this. And when we come together and move and just be in unity and like Mm -hmm. that scripture, like the hand can't do what the foot can do. And like you, if you're not joined together, like that body's not going to be moving. Mm -hmm. So it's so important to like encourage one another, like, Hey, like let's really become the body of the church and go move. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important because if we're being selfish and we're not attached to the body, Mm -hmm. so who are we serving? Yeah. It's crazy, too. I think sometimes, like, especially in our culture, like, we're so, like, focused on ourselves. Mm -hmm. And a a lot, too, like, competition, like, if you shine, like, then my light's dimmer. But, you know, like, helping each other is so, like, wow, look how much way more that we can accomplish, like, when we're working together. And just Mm -hmm. because you're doing great doesn't mean that I'm failing, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. we can all do great together or... You have your specific things because God didn't make us all to do the same thing. But, you know, how much more we can do, like, when we put our separate stuff together and just figure out, like, oh, well, this is what he's called us to do together. Mm -hmm. It's really cool. It's really fun to see that and just to see how lots of things in life, like, I don't know, just come together, just fit so perfectly. Mm -hmm. And how different people are. Mm. that he created that I don't know how creative God is like how different we all look Mm -hmm. how different our personalities all are like his imagination man it's like way beyond you know it's awesome like what a cool God we serve yeah really because everybody is different Mm -hmm. I mean not even just the people who are here today but that have Through ever existed yeah mm-hmm. i mean obviously we look similar to people but it's like you know there's always something different mm-hmm. about us that's so cool to think about mm. he's awesome 
Could you imagine like painting that many paintings and they're, they would all be different? That would be hard. <laughs> Those are the things I think about like that. Could you imagine? <laughs> I just literally see all these paintings yeah, walking around. Yeah, that's picture. Oh. Well, I was looking at them like canvases. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay, funny. so one thing um, I was also going to ask is... Um, like, when you feel like you're, um, you know, being led to do something, or whether that be, like, go pray with um, a person on the street, or give your testimony, or, you know, like, um, to choose to read a certain book of the Bible over something else, like, that you already had planned, or whatever it might be, like, like, what's your thought process, maybe, like, you know, getting past that uncomfortableness that you talked about earlier? That's a really good question. And I have a very specific answer because that has, like, guided all of these from now on. First, when I felt Jesus, like, leading me and, like, asking me to do things, I was probably asking myself, like, what is this? Like, you know, is this God telling me to um, say this to them or to read this? And I think at the beginning, whenever he first, it wasn't, like go pray for that person Mm -hmm. um it wasn't go stop for them go say that shirt I really like your shirt it was I think like very subtle things of um really just I guess he was teaching me how to hear his voice so that feeling oh my gosh that feeling is just very uncomfortable I know that he's wanting me to do something right now and it's something that's out of my comfort zone Mm -hmm. that's what he was teaching me like to go out of my comfort zone to to do something greater because you know if you, like you're saying, like, if you stay in that same spot, like, what's going to change there, you know? So when God asks you to do something greater, you know, it's going to feel a little awkward and uncomfortable. But I remember in Baltimore one year, I, like I said, we did used to do mission, well, they still do the mission trips, but I haven't been in two years. But um, one year I went, and that was when God was telling me, like, that year was specifically when God had me to start testifying every night in church and so that was really hard on me too so that's another time when he was teaching me about like doing something in his voice it was very awkward and uncomfortable and I just thought all these people are gonna be staring at me like they're gonna think what in the world is she saying and um just thinking that I'm not gonna make any sense at all but then God has always taught me like you know it's what you're doing for me you know Mm -hmm. if you are with me in that moment and you love me in that moment like that will bring light to people so that year, God was really putting it on my heart to testify every single, like, evening service. And that was so hard for me, but I had to stay obedient. And sometimes I didn't, and I would just feel sick to my stomach. But I remember going to Baltimore one summer. The church there that was having service in our group went to, they had a time where people could say something or share something. And God put it on my heart um, that I needed to testify And I thought, oh my gosh. I was like, Lord, I was like, this is not my home church. It's far away from my home church. The people that I'm here with, I don't even go to church with. And at the time, like, I I knew them just from the previous year of doing a mission trip. I didn't really know them very well. So I had all these things playing in my mind. Like, I cannot do this, Lord. And he's like, yes, you can. Like, you can do this. Like, it's just speaking about how much you love me. Like, just share that. And I was like, oh, I can't, I can't. And so I didn't do it. And 
for a whole year that ate at me and it just really bothered me and just like why didn't I just stand up and say that and I mean for a whole year I had to live with that and not that God was mad at me I don't want anyone to think that it's just that he believed in me and I didn't and so he I felt like you know I fell short on what I was supposed to do and God was just trying to encourage me to do it and then so like the next year um we went back and it was one of their church services and one of my really good friends Sarah Butler was sitting beside me and at the time I think I only knew Sarah maybe a year um so she didn't know me the way that like I'll to stand up and testify or um things like that and so God was putting on my heart and I was like I'm not going through another year with that on my heart and feeling like sick to my stomach of like thinking why didn't I just stand up but I'm miles away now in West Virginia and I can't like I can't go back and drive myself up there to one of their services I'm like all right y'all <laughs> so anyways it came to the time where Elder was talking and um he's the pastor of that church but and he said, does anyone want to share anything? And a f- few people did from that home church. I was like, okay, I got to do this because I cannot live through that again. I started feeling like, you know, your chest thumping and just like that sick feeling. And just like you suddenly feel like you can't breathe as well as before. And it's just like, and, and you know that it'll go away as soon as you do it. And after you do it, you just feel amazing. Like, man, that was, that felt so great. Like, I want to do that all the time. But then you always get scared again. Mm-hmm. But, um. Anyways, so he said, Elder said, does anybody want to share anything? And I I felt like that. I was like, I can't do this again. And so um, I just handed my Bible over to Sarah and I said, all right, Sarah, you're going to have to hold this. And she had no idea what was going, but I just like slammed it on her lap, I felt like, because I was just had to stand up and just do it. And I just stood up and immediately like tears were like pouring down my face and I don't even remember what I testified about. I remember telling them like that's something I had to live with for a year and that I don't like, you know, I just needed to praise him. And I was like, I know this isn't my home church and blah, 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 blah. And other than that, I don't remember, but just giving God glory for everything. It was really sweet too. Like going back how people, when they come after you finished and you're, you done something for Mm -hmm. Jesus and they're like, man, that really helped me. Or like, that's very encouraging. Like, thank you for doing that. I was like, Oh my gosh. Like none of these people thought that was weird. Like they Mm -hmm. just, they thought that was really encouraging. And God was like, girl, I told you, (laughs) I told you that. And I was like, so anyways, yeah, since that moment I was like, and there's still some things that God will tell me to do. And I'm just like, Oh, I don't, I don't know. But um, a lot of the times I'll go back to that, that moment and I'm like, I'm not like, I will never have that feeling again. And so most of the time I will just follow through no matter how weird I look, how uncomfortable it is and, or what anyone thinks around, around me. And even that too, like when God asks you to do something like never once was he mad at me for that. But instead, like he's used that as a tool to help mm. me. It's like, Hey, like, and look like how much goodness came out of that and how much glory he got out of that and he reminds me of that all the time like no matter how awkward I feel like there's someone in that room or someone in that moment that needs the love of Christ and if I'm going to sit back and not open my mouth like that is so selfish to not Mm -hmm. you know lead them to love you know it's like I'm allowing them to stay in the darkness and I have the key that will bring them peace and Mm -hmm. I'm telling them no you can't have it and um 
too like a lot of times when we do stuff like it helps other people but sometimes like it just helps us like Mm -hmm. grow so much and like to just be like in his presence and just to feel his love like wow you know like I'm pleased with you like thanks Mm -hmm. for doing that and when you were talking too um and you said like God believed in you and wanted to encourage you to Mm -hmm. do that I was like how cool is that to know that God believed in you even like when he knew you were going and when he knew you weren't going to do that like he believed in you that much knowing like hey Tiffany's going to say no right now but I still believe in her to do Mm -hmm. that I'm like man yeah that's awesome that's really good yeah because he knows that we have the choice you know it's free will like what we're going to do but he still believes in you that's really good because that's how much he loves us you know yeah and like I think too like if we could get a hold of that you know like to remember in those moments when you know the enemy's trying to beat us down and tell us we can't do something like man you know God thinks that I can Mm -hmm. do this and I feel like I can't even like measure up to that at all he already thinks that I can or like when we feel like we don't even know you know some knowledge or something to like fulfill a job or a test or whatever it is but you know god believes in us right and he created us for that so why wouldn't he believe in that you know so yeah just walk in your calling people out there in radio land Mm -hmm. (laughs) but really though like if god's made you a promise to do something like definitely believe in that and um i don't know i feel led to like write say like write down that promise you know Mm -hmm. i don't do that all the time like i remember things in my mind and a lot of times like I'll come back to something specific like okay God told me this is what he wants to do with my life or this is who he says that he's created me to be but like I think there's a lot of power in writing something down so if there's something that you really feel like God's told you is going to happen and you want to see it come to fruition and like you're you know you want to hold on to that like write it down and put it somewhere that you can see it and like remind yourself like god told me this is going to happen and know that he like does not lie he doesn't mm-hmm. go back on his word and to really believe in that because he does you know he believed in it he said it's going to happen it's going to happen yeah that's why he created you mm-hmm. you know like you're not random it's like i know that Cher is going to lead people home to me this way And so I'm going to create her like this so she can do that. And I'm going to teach her the tools that I have created in her. And at the right time, I will allow her to discover those and then teach her how to use that. That's good. Yeah. That's cool, too, because if you look at your life, especially if you're someone that is, like, a new Christian, you're probably like, what is my calling? Mm -hmm. I did that for a long time. I was like, I have, like, I don't, I don't sing in my church. I don't, I can't play an instrument. I don't. Um, do this I don't do that and I was just like what is my calling and then God like showed me like Tiffany the way that you love people and he's like you know and you have such a good connection with kids like I did that for you like there's something I want you to do there he's created you in a way and there's things and that's one of my favorite things about God too and we talk about that a lot because you know, we would get bored so easily if we knew everything about him. But I think he taught me this a couple of years ago, but it's just like, there's like you, if you literally look at yourself like a creation, because you are like, when you look at like creation, you're like, Oh wow. Like that is beautiful. You find, mm-hmm. you start finding like all these things inside of that creation. Like you don't just see it all at once. 
And, like, God was, like, teaching me that. He's, like, there's so much about you that you don't even know yet, but I'm going to let you discover. And I'm, like, okay. And then, like, (laughs) so, like, when things would happen, I would see a change in, like, um, growth. Mm -hmm. Or um, not necessarily even growth. I would find things about myself that I didn't even know was there. And it's, like, I don't want to say, like, it was added on because it was always there. I just didn't know it yet. And, like, he would draw that out and show me Mm -hmm. and would teach me how to use it. And even things, like, that you know, but you didn't know why. Mm. And, like, you can understand it in a better way. And I think, too, like, seeing yourself as a creation, like, really embracing, like, who God's created you to be. And, like, Mm -hmm. things about even, like, your physical appearance or your personality. And, like, yeah, this is me. Like, love it. You know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, too, like, not that we should just be hateful, but everybody's not gonna like you that's just Mm -hmm. the way the world is it'd be amazing if we could all just love each other because that's like what you know these are all like our brothers and sisters like we all have the same father and why can't we just all like love each other like Mm -hmm. you know that really is his heart and to think that jesus died like for all of us to just be hateful for each other you know I'm sure that just breaks his heart to, like, mm-hmm. watch that constantly. And <laughs> that was not where I was going with that, but, No, but that's so know. true. Yeah. Like, he wants us to be in unity. Mm. And the enemy doesn't want that. He wants to tear everybody down and to place those insecurities in your mind and to, to place those words that you think people are saying about mm. you. Or maybe they are, you know? Yeah. But he wants to get all that going. Or just even, like, you know, disagreeing, but learning how to disagree in a nice way. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't even, like, hear each other out. And maybe I don't feel the same way you do about something, but I'm not even listening to why you feel that way. Like, I'm just flat out telling you why you're wrong, and that's not love. Just think of, like, love in our, like, world. And, like, people, we're all, like, thirsty for love, mm-hmm. you know, like. Why don't we give that to people, you know, so that they don't have to be thirsty? And you can even think of that as, like, just the other day when we were in Pullman with Sarah and, like, our encounter with that man, like, you know, like, that didn't just help him. It also, like, I know that that helped me, and that Mm -hmm. was encouraging for me. And just going back to the whole thing of, like, getting over being uncomfortable, like, yeah, we may feel weird doing something, but I know that every time you do something that God has like for you to discover in that day it feels so much better like Mm -hmm. because that's what he has for you and his presence is all over that and it's hard to you know be focused on anything else when you just feel his love Mm -hmm. and you're like engulfed in it like that's all that matters at that moment and I I know that like you can feel his love because you feel his love for that person or vice versa and even like being encouraged by him like that's what we were all put on this world to do for each other until we can go home and help each other get there Mm -hmm. to be in you know that perfect environment where we don't have to you know hate and be angry and feel pain and sadness I don't know because if that's what we're trying to get away from why do we keep bringing that to the table you know that's good it's like just stop like if you know like what is about to come out of your mouth is mean and you're just letting that like you're just letting that flow out like that emotion flow out which I'm not saying anything bad about emotions because I think there's something 
so important about emotions that God is currently teaching me. I just haven't, haven't got to what the like exact point is, but if you're letting that like anger or that hatred just flow out of your mouth before thinking like, you know, like, Oh, I'm supposed to love, you know, it's not helping anything. Like you're not making God's kingdom looking like his kingdom at all. Yeah. It makes me think of what my dad kept saying was like, you're the one drinking the poison, like Mm. just holding unforgiveness. Because when you think about it, like sometimes people don't even know that they've hurt you, but me holding on to that, like I'm the only one that's hurting or if they've been able to get over something and I'm sitting here for five, 10 years, 15, 20 people like hold on to things for a very long time. Like if I'm the one that's holding on to it and they're able to let it go, like I'm the only one that's hurting. Like, you know, like we need to stop drinking the poison and, you know, learn how to let things go and not saying that we need to be in toxic environments. Like, okay, I forgive you. Let me just, you know, right. Right. Yeah. But to learn how to let go of that for yourself and find freedom because there is freedom and forgiveness and you know where the spirit of the lord is there's freedom and that's what jesus did he carried that spirit and um that's god like that's god's spirit and there's freedom there and you know that's what he teaches us over and over and over is forgiveness and he was able to forgive all of us amen Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I was thinking about that the other day of, you know, Jesus is obviously perfect and we're not, but like, we always want to like mirror him. I was somewhere the other day. I don't know. I just felt like I used to have really bad anger issues. Something that God completely healed me from. Sometimes the enemy here lately is like trying to bring that back, but not as like intense, but just to where I get annoyed at things I shouldn't get annoyed about because I have been so peaceful for however many years. And it's just crazy to me how peaceful I am just because Jesus. But, um, anyway, something was going on and it was just really annoying me. And, um, the old Tiffany would have honestly just lashed out and (laughs) would have, I don't know, but I mean, I don't want to laugh at that because obviously I don't, I didn't like who I was at that point or that part of me. But, um, God like quickly reminded me and it's good to know scripture too, because when you know scriptures, like that's literally your weapon, you know, and that's also scripture. Um, but when I was getting like aggravated and stuff, I was trying my hardest, like to not let it show. And I was like, I can't let this show. It's like, I'm supposed to be a light for Jesus. And I was like, and this will only be darkness. I was like, I will not let this show. And so I was just praying and God reminded me like, turn the other cheek or you never act out in that way and so I was just like smiling and just turning that (laughs) cheek and then finally like I felt I felt fine I felt good and I was just laughing and stuff but it's just so funny how the enemy wants to use the smallest things to aggravate you or to um to hit your weakness to try to make that come out again you know and God will um, God will give you a way in that scripture also that he always um, prepares a way out of temptation. And so you just have to look for that. You have to pray and ask God, like, hey, help me with this right now with whatever you're struggling with. And also with anger, I don't know why this is in my mind right now, but, like, having, like, a holy anger, like Jesus, like, when he saw, like, injustice. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there's things that God literally in the Bible says he despises those things. Like, 
There's things that, you know, like, he does not like things to be unjust. And I think that goes back to your personality. And, like, you talking about, like, when you see certain things, like, people being mistreated or, you know, like, like, there's things that are literally, like, pure hatred. Like, when you see things that are like that towards people, I think um, that's just really something about you, like, to have, like, it just bothers you that, you know, that there's things like that in the world. So, I think that that's a... You know, like, how God can use something that Mm -hmm. in the enemy's hands can be, you know, evil. But, like, in God's hands to use that aspect of who you were to use that towards, you know, things like that. And, like, to call out things against like that and to be praying against stuff like that. So, I think that's That's really... really, That's so cool that you say that. And especially since we just talked about, um, like, discovering things that you didn't even know. That's literally something I didn't... I never thought about I was just like man I used to have really bad anger issues and like hearing you talk about like you see that in my personality not my anger issues but like yeah like too. when things bother me it's yeah. just like like I do I do, I get upset and I'm just like why like why do people treat each other that way like why mm-hmm. why can't we just love and that's so cool that you say that and I think I'm, I'm such a passionate person and I think and that, when you talk about, like, a holy anger, um, I think that falls behind that. I think that is what drives my passion. I believe that everybody deserves love. And I just think, like, I don't know. I just, God has, like, placed this inside of me. of just, like, let's stand up and, like, for what Jesus wants. And, you know, Jesus wants that love and that peace. And I've never thought of that like that, Sherry. That's really cool, you know. Because I did have really bad anger issues. I would get upset about anything. And that's so cool. Like, you guys are hearing me, like, figure this out about myself. But it's like the enemy knew. The enemy knew that about me, and I didn't. Like, that was something that God could use mm-hmm. to, like, drive my passion for people. And that's why I'm so hungry to serve people is because I want them to see that they're loved. Mm-hmm. I liked it in the podcast uh with some joy you know i literally (laughs) don't mean to do that part every single time and every single time i do i'm like why am i saying this (laughs) like clockwork girl what was the last thing that you laughed hysterically at this is gonna sound so strange but i mean i laugh so hard sharon i do um really just awkward things sometimes and we just don't care and we just laugh about whatever so we were driving on our way home tonight and barbersville has i was about to say that we are all so excited about this family dollar (laughs) barbersville has this new family dollar (laughs) everybody in the town is so hyped about it (laughs) barbersville done took over in barbersville Shoot, what's it called? <laughs> Family doll. That's how excited. <laughs> Anyways, we were driving home and we passed um, the new Family Dollar. Shout out! We're driving home and we go past the new Family Dollar. And on the sign, it says, like, there's a sign that says, Wow. <laughs> But on the side it says wow and inside of the O it has a dollar and I was like 
I wonder what really is in there that's just only a dollar. And Cher starts going, wow. <laughs> wow. And, like, Mackenzie, <laughs> who was on here last week, like, she says, wow. You know? And so I've started saying wow a lot more since we've started pointing it out all the time. But we were sitting around saying it once, like, going, wow. And I was like, and Mackenzie's like, wow, your mouth's getting really big. And I was like, yeah, it helps you really, like, say it. So I was going, doing that with wow. And then Tiffany says, I bet you could do this um, bobcat noise. I was like, um, I don't know. And I've heard Tiffany make this noise before. <laughs> so she did it. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> and then I was trying to teach Cheryl how to do it. I said, it's really from the back of your throat. And she said, what do you say about your throat? Pretty said, much your throat was too good for that moment. <laughs> I said, yeah, my throat's not doing that right now. <laughs> and then proceeded to make cat noises. <laughs> Yeah, and Tiff said, that sounds like an old lady cat. Because I went, Wah! <laughs> And then we're driving down the road, and this family is walking past us. And I wonder, like, are they hearing us right now? Because we're both going like, Wah! Wah! <laughs> And then there is these deer on the side of the road. And Tiff's like, I wonder what the deer will do. But there was a car behind her, so she couldn't, like, slow down. So I'm, like, screaming. So the deer over here be like, Wah! Yeah. So. But that's just a little inside scoop of, you know, the best friendship in town. <laughs> we like to look at family dollars and make cat noises. That's what we do. We drive around to all the new established businesses. Wow. Wow. Look what they did. (laughs) So, yeah. So, anyways, we like to thank all you people out in Radio Land for tuning in to What's Your Story podcast. This episode has been sponsored by... Sharonice Taylor. (laughs) And we would love to thank her for all of her partnership in this episode and her generous donations to this, um, just this whole environment, establishment, studio, you know, the fulfillment (laughs) of Tiffany's dreams. Get away. (laughs) That has to stay in there. Oh, that's so random, but a mosquito <laughs> literally just <laughs> in front of my face. Okay. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Anyway, so we really just want to thank you guys again for tuning in. Hope that you've got something out of this time that we've spent together and um, that you just feel like we're closer friends. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. And I hope that you enjoy this. If you haven't already, I hope you go back and listen to the other first four episodes. And um, be looking for a fresh new one next week. Peace out, Girl Scouts. I love you, Radio Land. (laughs) 